Hello, hello, hello. Thank you all for tuning into the Mindset Makeover Podcast with me, your host, Amanda. I hope everyone is having an amazing weekend this weekend. Here in the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia, metropolitan area, I have to say that because a lot of people don't know what the DMV is. And a lot of people aren't even from this country that are listening to this podcast. So I think it's important for me to tell you where that is. That is DC, the nation's capital, Maryland, and Virginia, the metropolitan area. Okay. So I hope everyone's having a good weekend. Yesterday, it snowed here. I had two events scheduled for yesterday and both of those events got canceled. I was really looking forward to talking to people about manifestation and showing them and introducing them to some of my manifestation tools, like my candles. I have been selling candles like crazy. I feel like a um, candle candle trapper. <laughs> I feel like I've been selling so many candles. Like I'd be doing drop-offs if they're in the area. And I feel like I'm just driving around, dropping off candles in the middle of the night. You know, it gets dark at like six o'clock. So anything after dark is in the middle of the night to me. So I've been selling candles like crazy the last few weeks. And um, I was looking forward to selling more and talking to more people about the tools that I have. And the events were canceled. But such is life. They will be rescheduled. And when they are rescheduled, I will tell you all about the dates and when you can expect those events to take place. And if you're in my area, please pull up, pop up, pop up on the events because I look forward to seeing you. So, and I love meeting people who listen to my podcast. I love meeting them in person, just hearing their perspective on different things and, you know, networking, mingling, you know. So, yeah, um, I was reading a book. I've read it twice now. Um, the Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. Robert Greene is one of my favorite authors. This man is so intelligent. It's crazy. Like his knowledge of history is ridiculous. Like he is definitely like a mad genius. He's I say mad because most people probably wouldn't understand his personality. He's probably comes off as a little a little different to people who just can't understand him because he's more so like serious 100% of the time. I've actually never heard him giggle or anything before <laughs> even watching like his videos and and just listening to him outside of his books he he's like so serious like 110% of the time but he is absolutely genius and his books are phenomenal one of his most popular books i would say this is his most popular book is the 48 laws of power so if you've ever read the 48 laws of power it's amazing and it teaches you a lot. A lot of people look at the 48 Laws of Power like, oh, the book teaches you how to manipulate people or, oh, it's an evil book. It's not an evil book. It just teaches you about the, the, the laws of power and how people in power get it, how they obtain that power. And I mean, if it's evil, that just means the world is evil because the book is just base, based in truth. And this book, um, The Laws of Human Nature... It's so amazing. Oh, my God. I wish I would have read The Laws of Human Nature like 15 years ago. And I could have avoided so many relationships. 
failures, not just with people and that I was in a romantic relationship with, but I could have avoided friendships that came from bullshit. I could have seen through so many people who were out to manipulate me. I could have just just been so much more prepared for life had I read this book 15 years ago. So I definitely suggest you go out there. I do audiobooks. If I try to sit and read a book, I will buy a book every now and again. But it takes me so long to sit and actually read a book. I'm always doing something. I can listen to an audiobook while I'm driving, while I'm doing my makeup, while I'm doing my hair, while I am cooking, I while I'm making candles, while I'm packing up orders. I can literally listen to a book while I'm doing anything. But sitting and reading a book is just so difficult for me. It really is. To have that much time to just sit is not realistic for my lifestyle. However, audiobooks are still books and you're still getting the information. So I would suggest getting the book, The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. Also trying 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene as well. One of the things in um, the book, what what book did I just say? I'm sorry. I got caught off guard. Bella was doing something in the background (laughs) and I got caught off guard. But Laws of Human Nature, sorry. So in The Laws of Human Nature, Robert Greene goes over the five common types of envious people, right? The five common types of envious people and how they disguise themselves in their particular forms of attack. And I thought that this was incredible. I was like, what? There are five common types of envious people because we like to think that envy has a, that it, it just looks so blatant, right? We like to think that a jealous friend is someone who, first of all, we think our friends aren't jealous. Let's start there. Am I the only green one? Am I the only naive one who thinks that their friends aren't jealous of them? Who thinks that the people who want to be around you actually genuinely are supposed to love you? Yet that is that just me? Am I just that's that stupid by myself? <sighs> the reality is that there are so many people who are envious of so many other people. Like, and those people can be in your inner circle. Those people can be right in your inner circle, right next to you. They could be your best friend. They could be your family member. They could be somebody you talk to every day and you just look at them and you you think that certain things that they say are just like, oh, well, that's just them. Or you think they don't mean anything by it or... You think they can't possibly be jealous of me because they love me. Like, no, no, no. And I don't want to be negative. I want you to be aware. That's why I'm making this podcast. It's not about negativity. It's not about saying, oh, you're jealous. Oh, you're jealous. Oh, you're jealous. It's about being aware. Because honestly, I spent years around people who were envious of me and I didn't know it until it was way too fucking late. And people who are envious of you that are so close to you can literally destroy your mental if you don't take your power back from them. And the first step in taking your power back from them is understanding who they really are and being able to identify the envy that is within them. I'm this type of person who just lets anyone around, well, I used to be, let anyone around me. I don't judge anyone. I think that things that people think are weird, I think are 
quirky and I think are funny and cool. I accept different personality types around me. I don't have like a specific type of person that I'm going to be friends with or anything shallow like that. So it got me into a lot of fucked up situations. It got me into a lot of friendships that were really not genuine friendships. And some of my friendships, even though we're not friends anymore, like some of my old past friendships, some of them are based in love or they were based in love until they turned in to envy. Because I'm also going to talk about some of the triggers um, that kind of set these envious people off. We're going to talk about that as well. So the first common type of envy is the well, the first common type of envious person would be something Robert Greene calls the leveler. So this person is someone who puts down all powerful people. They cannot acknowledge the greatness or excellence in anyone who is living. If they're talking about the greatness in anyone, it's somebody who's dead. Like they cannot give props to anyone who has a pulse, okay? These people see the negative and everything positive. I always say that anyone who hates Beyonce is a fucking hater. Because honestly, I know I'm a Beyonce fan, but I'm like, I'm not like a diehard um, part of the beehive or anything like that. But if you hate Beyonce, like low key, you hate yourself. Because what the hell is there to hate about the woman? The woman is like a freaking saint who has every aspect of, you know, greatness at every level. Like you just look good. You just sing good. You dance good. Her acting is, it's okay. And like you have, you're, you're amazing. You're a good person. You know, you, she, she donates to endless charities. She does work behind the scenes that you don't even know about. You have to hear about it through the grapevine. She donates anonymously. She's spiritual. She's godly. She's kind. She's seems honest and blunt and takes up for her friends and her family. Like, so if you hate Beyonce, this type of person, the leveler, you can you can see them by their hate for Beyonce. Okay, um, that's not what Robert Greene said in his book. That's just my little take on it. But another thing, they hate high achievers. Like they can't stand people who are winning. They're like just looking at them and saying, "Oh well, I don't know what they do so great. They probably, um, I don't know. They probably they're probably just um, fucking for the money that they're getting, or they're probably from rich parents, or they probably don't work for the stuff that they have. You know, they only see." Honestly, this type of person only sees the achievement, not necessarily the steps that people have to take in order to get to the achievement. They only focus on being a hater and looking at the achievements like, oh, I can't believe this person brought a million dollar house. I can't believe this person brought a brand new Mercedes. I can't believe this person is wearing that and doing this and da, 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 and traveling here and doing that. And wasting their money on this. They can't stand that shit. Any high level of achievement, they can't take it, okay? They love to tell stories about how life just wasn't fair to them. 
They love to tell stories how life treated them badly. And in these stories, they are never, ever, ever, ever the villain or the person to blame. They are blameless, actually. In these stories of injustices and how life has beat them up so badly, they are always the victim and they are always blameless. They never did anything to anybody. Everybody has wronged them. And even when you bring to their attention, well, you did do this, they do not even acknowledge it. They cannot see blame within themselves whatsoever. Okay? They do not see blame. They see everything that has ever happened to them that was not so great as an injustice against them. And they, woe is me. And this person is to blame for this. This person is why I'm this way. If this person was like this, I could be like this. You know? It's crazy. These people are very interesting, right? They also lack a sense of purpose. Have you ever hung around a person who just doesn't have any sense of purpose whatsoever? Like they don't do anything for humanity. They don't think that they should do anything for humanity. They're just always looking at how people should help them or how a situation should be for them so that they can probably profit from it as far as like financial profit or gain, like they're never walking in purpose. They can't see their purpose whatsoever. They can't see that they should be being kind and being present in the moment and looking at things from all angles to, you know, kind of see like every trial and tribulation that we go through, we should be looking at it like, oh, I went through that so that I could be this person. Or I went through that so that I could say this testimony and help these people. They never look at stuff that way. They look at stuff like they have, they just have no purpose. They're just here. They're just existing. They don't know what they're good at. They don't care to know. They don't care to dig deeper within themselves. They don't care to evolve. They don't, they don't care to do anything other than hate on people. Okay. That's the leveler. Okay. Also, the leveler doesn't take jokes very well. They can joke about you. They could joke about everyone else, but everything is taken personally with these people. They are very, very, very sensitive with extremely fragile egos. It doesn't take much to make them angry. It doesn't take much to get them like extremely irate. It does not take much to get them completely out of character. Like you could say the smallest thing and they're ready to pop off. You could say the smallest thing and they're screaming at you. That is the leveler. Okay? Okay. So then the second type of envious person, the second type of common envious person is the self-entitled slacker. Now we all know somebody who is a self-entitled slacker. They just feel like they should wake up and everything should just be handed to them. It's crazy. They're extremely narcissistic too. They just think that everything should be handed to them and they are just God's gift to the world. And they don't care about manipulating you. They don't care. They're so insecure about getting what they want that they don't even try. They just sit back and act as if it should just be because they just are. 
Does that make sense? Like they're just so self-entitled. But really underneath it all, they really doubt themselves. They really doubt their own abilities. So they come off so harshly. Like they don't ever put in the work, but they expect all the results. The inner work, the outer work, the research, the planning, the goal setting, the the readings, all of that is out the window. They don't want to do any of the work, but they think it's just supposed to happen to them. But there's a deep-rooted self-doubt within this person. And you have to be you have to kind of be weary of people who doubt themselves so greatly. Because that doubt, that energy of doubt, that energy of fear, that energy of lack will rub off on you. Okay? It will rub off on you. So the self-entitled slacker is an extremely narcissistic person that's going to be trying to basically manipulate you. And when they do this, they're going to try to make it seem like you are crazy. You're crazy. When you're going to say, well, why didn't you do the work? Why don't you want to try this? And be like, I don't have to do all of that. I don't have to do all of that. It's just going to happen for me. You should just give me what I'm asking for. You should just give me the money. You should just do this and you should just give it to me. Like, what are you talking about? They're so manipulative, okay? And it's all because they're very insecure. Overly insecure people are dangerous fucking people, okay? The third type of envious person is the status fiend. Oh, my God. Okay, so this this one, this person, Lord, it's so many status fiends in real estate. God damn, like... Okay, I'm glad I got that out. The status fiend asks you petty ass questions like, oh, so where do you live? Oh, okay. So where do you vacation? Where do you shop? Where do you like to eat? What do you like to do? You know, people like that, they just want to see what you're going to say to see if you're even worth talking to. They base your worth off of your status. They base your worth off of the things that you have. It's really sickening, actually. Um, (laughs) Like they, they even will appear to admire you. They will give you compliments, especially if you're more successful than them. They will appear like they admire you. But really, behind the scenes, They try to find some type of favoritism that you were showed. Oh, she only got to that level of success because such and such showed her favoritism. Or she kind of, or this type of person always says, oh, well, she took the easy way out. She's always lucky. She always lucks up and gets this and that. And, you know, you, you can't really give her any credit for being successful. She didn't work hard for it. Like, that's what they're saying behind your back. You have to watch out for the status fiend, people. Because if I have to tell you what I do, where I shop, where I vacation, and all of the things, the nice, glamorous, luxurious things that I like in order for a person to want to fuck with me, yeah, I'm so uninterested. When the conversation becomes just overly shallow, because look... Conversations are going to be shallow a lot of times, especially in my in my field in real estate. But when they start to just become irritatingly just shallow, 
like, oh, what what is the newest thing out? What are, what are, what is this newest place that we we need to go to? We need to try. We need to be up on this. And I just walk away. I I don't even pretend to 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 even entertain anything like that. But the status fame, always worried about you and what you got and and giving you compliments on it and acting like they're a fan. Okay, that's the status fame. They kind of give they give fan energy. Okay. then we have the fourth type, which is the attacher. This is a scary type. Okay, and I want to say this in a very serious way. The attacher is is very scary. Because they're good at what they do. They are very good at what they do. Okay? Especially if you are like a business owner, CEO, person in power. This type of person is dangerous. Because what they do is they come around and they attach themselves to you. But they do it in a way where they make themselves useful. They're like so eager to help. You have a met people like that that's just like what do you need help with what do you want me to do and they just overly attach themselves to you but if you're a business owner like me if if you're a ceo you need the fucking help okay and they normally don't ask for any money they just want to be around you they just want to be around you and they want to make themselves useful but they're too eager and they're too fucking impatient they want to attach themselves to you and be your best fucking friend after one conversation. That's weird. To want to attach yourself on that level is weird. Plus, they they drown you in flattery. They tell you all these amazing things about yourself. And honestly, if you're a person that's used to hanging around negative people or you're just like always the go-getter of your group or you're always the person with the ideas and the plans and you're the mover and the shaker, somebody coming around actually telling you great things about yourself when you're just not used to hearing those things, it will feel good. Flattery feels good to damn near anybody. But you have to be aware of the level of flattery. And you have to be aware of how this person tries to attach themselves to you. Because it's dangerous. And once they start to make themselves useful, you start to talk to them too much and you start to let them into your business too much. And then... You look up and they're trying to be you. They're trying to be just like you. They're trying to eat off of your shine. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to invade your world and be next to you and basically like steal your shine just by being attached to you. Some people like to be attached to you because they want to feel that they're so special because they, they look at you like you're just so special or they look at you like you're an easy person to attach yourself to so you can so they can get on your level just by being in your company doesn't fucking work like that the attacher watch out for them then you have the fifth kind of envious person which is the the insecure master And they doubt themselves so much. They doubt whether they are worthy. Have you ever hung around a person where you constantly, god damn, constantly have to tell them how worthy they are? They have mastered insecurity. They have mastered it. Now, 
I don't know why this is so what was so hard for me to understand that people who are so extremely insecure will always be envious of a person like me because I strongly believe that I can do anything. I know that if I have a vision of something and I say, oh, I want to do that and I want to succeed at that and I have a target and I see it. I know I can get from seeing it in my mind to actually living it. I know that for a fact. I know that about myself. I know that I have that ability to manifest anything I put my mind on. But most people aren't that way. Some people are so in the opposite direction that it's crazy how insecure they are. They just don't believe in themselves. They don't believe in their abilities. They just don't believe in themselves. They don't believe in any goodness for themselves. And that type of person will always say little stuff to make you doubt yourself. They will always throw something out there to make you look at yourself in a in less of a, you know, what, what am I trying to say? They will always make you want to dim your light. They will say something to make you second guess yourself. They will say something to make your self-esteem lower. They will, they will make you feel like you're too big, like you're doing too much, like you're shining too bright, like humble yourself, boo-boo. That's probably their favorite words. Humble yourself, boo-boo. They're just so fucking insecure about their own capabilities that they want you to feel like that about yourself. But really, they're jealous of your high self-esteem. They're jealous of your accomplishments. You have to watch out for people who are overly insecure in any area, too. If I have to constantly build up a person and tell them how great they are because they're walking around moping and doing all of that, I'm going to nicely refer them to a therapist and I'm going to move on. Because those type of people, they don't want to actually be better for real, for real, because they would. They want you to come down to their level. They want you to be less secure and be more insecure like them. Okay, so those are the five types. Let me just do a summary real quick. The first type is the leveler. People who are always trying to bring other people down to their level. They can't give anyone credit for their accomplishments or their achievements. And they always tell stories of injustices in their life. Like, oh, woe is me because this person did this to me. And they are always blameless. Okay. And they have a serious lack of sense of purpose. Okay. They lack a sense of purpose. Okay. Two, the self-entitled slacker. I mean, honestly, that's self-explanatory. They feel like they should have everything, but they don't want to do any of the work. So they're jealous of all your accomplishments because they're, they just look at you like they only look at your end result. They don't look at all the work that it took to actually get to where you are. OK, the status fiend, they're looking at you and they're just looking at what you have. And the money that you have, the things that you wear, the car you drive, where you live. And they're giving you compliments, but behind your back, they're saying things like you don't deserve your success. You don't deserve your success and you took the easy way out and people show you favoritism. They're hating behind your back. Then you have number four, the attacher. People who attach themselves to you and try to make themselves useful just so they can be around you. But really, they're jealous of you and they just want to steal your shine. 
Number five is the insecure master. People who are just overly insecure, who want to make you insecure like them. And if you are a secure person with high self-esteem, this might be one of the worst types of people to be around because you're constantly trying to build them up while they are constantly trying to tear you down. Okay? So when will these people start to show their truest colors? Because they always show up showing their colors, but what are some triggers? What are some envy triggers? Well, Robert Greene says that there's a few envy triggers. So my top three envy triggers are if you, as the winner, (laughs) or you listening to this, have a sudden change in your status. Like if you go from being on their level to getting a promotion at work and now you make 10 times more money than you used to. Or you took a year off from going to a university, but now you're at an Ivy League and you're doing amazingly well. Or let's say you were... I don't know, struggling with depression, but then you went to therapy and started meditating and now you just want to do better things in your life and you don't want to stay stagnant in the same place. So you're going out there and trying to succeed at life. Or if you know you you enter a career field, let's just take my life, for example, you enter, I was working in retail and then I became a real estate investor and then a real estate agent. And I went from making a certain amount of money to a lot more money than that, okay? So when you have a change in status. Then another trigger is like natural blessings. Don't ever sleep on your natural blessings and don't ever sleep on other people's hate of that shit. They hate what you have naturally. Like you can't help if people are drawn to you. You can't help if you're beautiful. You can't help, I mean, beauty On the inside, too, like you're just a beautiful person inside and out. You can't help it if you're naturally blessed with the ability to talk to people or the natural ability to attract, you know, certain types of people. You you can't help your natural blessings. And then when things just happen to you or you're, you're, you know, when people want you around, when they want to do business with you, when they want to network with you and, you know, be cool with you. And those things come to you naturally because of who you are. Don't ever sleep on people's hatred of your natural abilities. People hate people that walk into a room and all the attention goes to them. People will hate how other people love you. The most simple things. People will hate how other people love you. People will hate you for going through something that could have destroyed you, but instead you chose to have faith in God and you didn't let it destroy you. They can hate you for how you overcome obstacles. They can hate you for surviving in areas where they would have broken to pieces. It's crazy how people hate you for natural things. And the third thing, oh, well, I think I already mentioned it, but love from other people. 
that's that's big. When other people love you, like genuinely fuck with you and they for some reason can't get that level of friendship or that level of loyalty and and authenticity from people, they envy that. When they see that people actually want to hang out with you, want to talk to you or, you know, just love you. So they support you, they show up for you and they can't get that. They will hate how people love you. But that love from other people always starts with how you love yourself and how much you love yourself. Because the love that you give to yourself, other people will give to you. So those are three envy triggers. Sudden change in your status, natural blessings, and love from others. I don't know if it's just me or if I feel like this year is my fucking year. Like, it's the year that everything's going to change. It's the year I am declaring explosive blessings on my life and everyone's life attached to me. I declare explosive blessings on everybody listening to this podcast right now. I declare financial abundance, prosperity, good health, love, and alignment to every single person listening to this podcast and to myself and to anyone attached to me. I declare that over your life. I declare that over my life. I feel like this year is going to be amazing, life-changing, life-altering. I feel like God is going to show up and show out. And anybody who doesn't fuck with you, they're going to be sick. Sick! And that's not your fucking problem. Okay? So that's why I made this podcast because I feel like everybody attached to me right now is going to win and they're going to win on a big level. They're going to win on the highest level. And it's very important to identify these jealous ass people because let me tell you something, hanging around jealous people and knowing who they are and keeping them around you will make you miss your blessings. Being around that negative energy and lowering, lowering Choosing to lower your vibrations and constantly lowering your mood or lowering how you talk and dimming your light in order to be around these jealous people will have you missing out on your calling, will have you missing out on opportunities, missing out on huge explosive blessings because you're not vibrating high enough to even see them. You have all these energy vampires around you. Filled with hate. I always say jealousy is something no one can hide forever. You're going to see that shit. Jealousy is one of those things you will see. I don't care how in denial you are. I don't care how naive you are. Like I was so naive and in denial. That shit shows up. It will show up. You got to get those people out of your circle. You have to. You have to. Jealousy is not good. To be around that energy is not good. And you will miss out on your big explosive blessings by acting like you don't see the envy in people. Okay? So that is the point of my podcast today. That was why I wanted to talk to y'all about jealousy and the five common types of envious people and how they disguise themselves. Because I know that you're going to be blessed this year. I know it. I can feel it. 
And I want you to have the right people around you because the worst thing that could happen is you can have those explosive blessings and have the wrong people around you and lose it all. It's better to find out who they are now before you take off to greater heights and find out later. Okay. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. And I thank you so, so, so much for listening. Of course, if you want me to talk about something specific, you can hit me up on Instagram at I am underscore Amanda Lee underscore or at Mindset Makeover Club on Instagram. You can also check out my website, of course. And I also put um, a couple of new things on the website. So definitely go and check them out. And of course, my podcast listeners get 10% off. Use code Mindset Podcast for a 10% discount on your purchase. And again, thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you all very, very soon. Bye.